Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstaff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everyone know that Clickstaff is brought to you by Trollandtoe.com, the world's largest hero clicks retailer. Find hero clicks new on old on Trollandtoe and use coupon code Clickstaff for 5% off your order. Merchant and pre-order items do not apply. And my only co-host tonight is the esteemed Alex Coons. What's up? I did go with esteem this time. Like, I had something ready. I couldn't yeah, think of anything for your middle name, so I just went with esteemed. Yeah. My co-host tonight is that guy, Alex. That guy. <laughs> so, tonight, you know, we don't, you know, there's not a lot going on news-wise this week. Um, I don't think. I mean, there's, you know, there's. we don't do a lot of, like, Ooh, look at the picture of this sculpt, right? Type yeah. stuff. I mean, we've got some pictures of the what the Wonder Woman set. Oh no, the the new the new Fantastic Four set. Yeah, we did the get future some pictures Foundation. of Wonder Woman. Yeah, the Future Foundation. We got some pictures of Wonder Woman. Um, now we should you know. be and we should be right around the corner of getting some previews because I think it drops at the end of February. So we're about no, it, w- it went to March now. Oh, when did when did it change? I thought it was this like this week. This week it went to March. Bummer. Well, still. But they, yeah, but we should still be getting some previews soon, I would think. And I'm sitting so. here. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at a. Uh, oh, well, I may have just broken it. Never mind. A, a Waldo figure. Ooh, I did just break it. I'm gonna have to glue it. Um. That dial is fused together slightly. It's like the plastic didn't separate. I'm gonna have to get like an exacto knife, hmm. fix it. But you want to tell about uh, talk about a sculpt? Now that we're talking about sculpts, and this is a really big digression, but Waldo's sculpt is amazing. Like yeah. it's very detailed for a little robot dude. Yeah, it's a bummer. I just literally just broke it though. Anyway, um, so <laughs> but yeah, I mean you know I don't know like. I'm not. I haven't been. There's been a ton of discussion on Facebook about the sculpts and stuff. And uh, is it bad to say that like it doesn't just bother me? That's why we haven't talked about it. Like it just doesn't bother me. Like I mean, like I'm not like a miniatures person purist. I guess yeah. like I've never. I didn't play like Warhammer or you know I don't paint my own minis. Like I've placed it against some other things and. It's different, I guess, but like I collect stuff, right? So I'm a collector at heart, right? Still am. Um, and I it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. So like I don't know, like I I, I certainly appreciate other folks having complaints, and you know I I, I you I acknowledge them, right? I, I agree. Um, or whatever, but it, like it doesn't bother me. So that's why I don't guess we've talked about it. I think the new sculpts look fine. Um, yeah. I was blessed with good collation on my cases that I bought. 
So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just they talk about it. It was hyped up, and I think maybe if the set hadn't been delayed so many times, it wouldn't have right. been big of, as big of a deal because, you know, it was a whole month later, so there was a whole another month to hype up the, the higher price, but, you know, bigger figures, cooler figures, and they are pretty much significantly bigger than the previous ones, or decently bigger, and it's just you know, more detailed, and sometimes the detail doesn't go right. It's about as well as you can expect from a, a factory <laughs> in China. Um, so it's like, you know, right. I got them in front of me now. It's like, they don't look bad. I think it's just, and, and I think we mentioned this on another episode. I think it's, you know, you do have the collectors who buy them purely for the sculpt. And, I mean, it's not like the sculpts were amazing before but maybe they just had too high of expectations for the sculpts this time warranting the extra dollar increase but i I mean even still i mean it's still great sculpts and yeah there's going to be sculpt reuse because and uh, other people have mentioned this you don't want all of your sculpts to look like super rare sculpts because then your super rare where super rare sculpts don't feel special they just feel like your commons so sure you've got some figures and dopey hands to the side or pointing or whatever but i I literally just started organizing my house of x stuff and the size difference is definitely something noticeable when you're trying to store these um so i'm looking through this future foundation pictures mm -hmm. um and you know i guess you know, here's my thought, right? So we get objects again, uh, new special objects. So how about this? I think I'm ready to be wowed by a special object again. Uh, I I am tempering my expectations because I am expecting some repeats. It wouldn't surprise me if we got some special objects that are similar to the gems. Because well, no, so I think I think that's what, like, I think that's what I'm I'm okay with, right? Like I, I think you know, like, like I'm just looking here, like the emotional modifier. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I mean, like that sudden sounds like you know gives you shape change or turns off battle fury or gives them battle fury or you know uh, you know, and then there's the alchemist fire, right? So like. Uh, maybe prob, maybe perplex, maybe like pensai, or maybe some sort of four range grenade throw type effect. Yeah. Um, and then there's the uh, there's the one that we couldn't see, maybe like the platform or something. I think is the other one. Mm-hmm. And like, hopefully it's more than just like a Krakoa portal. But if it's like if it's a Krakoa portal, like maybe it's better. Um, or maybe hopefully it's not just TK, right? Right. Maybe it's free 10 range TK. That would be cool, right? Like, yeah. I want something. I want something that feels like Mjolnir again. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's insane how many special objects we currently have in the game. But they all we feel like. They all feel very like utility, right? There's no special traits. Advanced, uh, you know, there's no. You get what I'm saying? Like, Mjolnir had a special ability, right? Use close attacks at range. Mm-hmm. Or with your range, right? Um, 
or like the uh, uh, the pim particles, right? You know, you changed your size, or Frognir changed your size. Um, what else am I thinking of? Like, was really cool. Um, you know, like the symbiotes, right? They're all very useful. The spin ring, the uh, the reality gem. You know, they're all just kind of standard power sets, right? I want to see something unique in well, this I mean, set. The, all the gems had that extra 10 and that you hit roll it 10. But yeah, but that was based on dice rolls and that sort of thing. I, I but, get that but, it's like it's like add a little bit of spice, right? You know, I want to I want to see I want to see something hot. I I guess it's just they realize that the game is not trending towards higher point special objects so in order to keep the because all the gems give you a stat bump powers and that extra thing so yeah. it's not like they're for 10 points and even nowadays 10 points is one of those well do we want to spend 10 points or do we want to use a ring instead like it's just we have so many special objects it's kind of like yeah no, there's I'm not with a you, lot right? of uniqueness right but i don't want to see another tk object right we've got two you know one's possibly retiring but, like, give me something else. If it's going to be TK, give me a cool TK. Well, that's what the spin ring did, though. It gave you TK <laughs> and then and the ability to just move one square, which turned cooler for free. Cooler. cooler. Uh, but you're, you're looking at, like, 15-point, 20-point objects. No, 10, less, cooler, more point efficient, right? More. So you, more... Your, your avenue is you're saying we need a better power creep on these objects you want to see yeah, the power probably, right. go up right i mean i guess it's just insatiableness at this point right to where yeah. i just want to see more more point efficiency and more power creep right yeah and i wouldn't be once again i wouldn't be surprised if we got some sort of repeats or something similar to the gems because if COVID hadn't happened we would know for sure that all the gems are retiring this year so, well, should be retiring based off of the new standard that WizKids set. So, wouldn't surprise me if there was some, like, replacement objects to, like, hey, we're losing the Reality Gem or we're losing the Soul Gem. So, let's have a new object that, you know, allows you to steal energy from range or something, yeah. you know? I'm with you. Wouldn't surprise me. But we're getting Wonder Woman objects, too, aren't we? I think so, yeah. So, it's it's yeah. like, we're it's going to be crazy how many little little figures or objects you're going to have to keep a hold of. Yeah. Well, so I'll say this. So, I mean, typically we don't do a lot of speculation, right? Because we know that our speculation or wish list doesn't actually affect reality. Um, well, what, like unlike, unlike the reality gym. Well, let me ask you something general. Like, sure. as just a general player, are you excited about Future Foundation? I'm, um, if you want me to answer first uh, to give you a little bit of time, I don't know how I feel about Future Foundation. Like, I guess I'm excited about a little bit more Fantastic Four, but, like, uh, there's nothing wowing me just from the, the – like, I don't know enough about the Future Foundation to be like, oh, yeah, there's these amazing characters in the Future Foundation. Like, it to me, it just feels like a set with objects. And I, and I don't know enough about... I guess we don't know enough about the whole sidekick uh, mechanic that they're adding, right? Because there's a new mechanic or a new 
set mechanic with sidekicks and heroes or something. Isn't that a thing? Or yes, yeah, that's that's one of the new things. Um, but is that is that, that that's in Wonder Woman, right? Or is that in Future Foundation? I thought it was Future Foundation. Yeah, it is matter. right because they've. Yeah, it was in the uh, Game Trade Magazine version of it. Yeah, so there, there's sidekicks, like sidekick number 10, Leech, or something. It's like, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So I guess I guess maybe the short answer there is we get to rank um, uh, sidekick sidekicks into tiers coming up next yeah. set. I'm interested to see, do you think we'll reach a point, I know this is speculation, but are we going to get to a point to where we're almost having too many little mechanics? I doubt it, man. Because you got the Fantastic Four one from the original, from the, the last set, you've got the Carnage stuff, like each set, it sounds like their their planning is each set's going to have its own set mechanic, if you will. So, because we saw that article that they posted, and I guess they took down, I don't know if they ever put it back up, where they were having not overarching mechanics that go between all the sets, but, like, each set will have its own, like, you know, the sidekicks or the 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 reporter, whatever it was in Carnage. I forget what the term was. Um, secret identity. Super, secret identity, yeah. Like, I feel like that's what their plan is going forward, and I love it. It's just I wonder if we're going to get to a point where we're like, okay, there's just so much that it's it's a unique wrinkle to the game. I'm eager to see how it turns out like a year from now when we have a lot of sets, especially if rotation doesn't happen. That would be insane. Right. We'll see. Right. I mean, yeah. I know they're probably taking all that under consideration and stuff. Um, well, Maybe. Maybe. It's hard It's hard to take COVID in consideration since these sets were planned years in advance, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Um, so you want to hop in and start talking about our POG? Sure. I, you know I love POGs. Right. So, so Tyler didn't uh, – Tyler's been busy this week and last week um, to make a, a tier maker thing for us, but – um, you know, I appreciate all of our positive response we got on the tier maker. Uh, and there's a, you know, contest we got up for Brick of House X. If you want to fill out your tier maker, you can get entered for that. Uh, that'll run through the end of the month. Um, but Jade Sanson says, can we get a ranking on the pogs? Right. Um, so, um, you know, there, it's kind of hard for me to be able to say, a full ranking because I think nearly all of them are good. It's a, some are situational, but right. Some are situational, right? So here, let's talk. So there's not really, so here's my kind of way I wanted to frame this, right? A lot of these things are situational. Um, and I think maybe let's talk about the ones that I don't like. And I think there's the only one that I don't like is the Orcus soldier. Because, really? I, well, he's the only one that's not autonomous, right? Well, so it's hard to say. Like, all of, I think I think all of them are good situationally, right? They're probably all like S tier situationally, right? Um, There's three without autonomous, three with. Okay, hold on. Maybe 
Oh, okay. Sorry. So yeah, Orcus Soldier, Horticulture, and uh, okay. PhD Apes do not have autonomous. Oh, I see that there. So they're probably the ones that are harder to use then. Ah. Uh, I, I mean, because depending on your action, it's just depending on your action economy, right? Well, Orcus Soldier at least has enhancement. That helps. PhD yeah. Apes has perplex. So that's amazing. Well, that's so let's. So let's let's talk about the three of them then. I have how about that right? So the so we're gonna, three, we're gonna, the so three, we're, the, we're gonna the three. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We're gonna separate them and say autonomous and non-autonomous. Then that's right. So, that's, so let's rank the deal. the three autonomous ones, right? So oh, I'm sorry, the the three non-autonomous ones. Let's start with those because I think that those are probably a little bit less useful. Oh, okay. In general, right? I mean, it, it, overarching, right? I mean, any of these things can be very game-changing in an instant, right? But we're kind of providing an overall opinion, I think, an overarching opinion, right? So um, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to just ranking them six to one, like, because I don't I think that's too hard. Because, well, I mean, we'll say in a general sense, like, okay, because there are situations that maybe. The support is more useful than others. Like if you're playing a don't die team that can't heal, obviously the support is no good. But you know, it's it's situation like across most most teams, one through okay. six. How do these benefit? Yeah, all right. So that's fine. So so do you think that the non-autonomous ones earn anything higher than a four? Hmm. Maybe. I have one of the autonomous ones I think is number six. The worst. Okay. Well, I want to hear which one you think is the worst. I think Phobos Armor is the worst. Doesn't have a move and attack. Outwit is fine. Okay. But we have a lot of power cosmic and a lot of non-outwit things lately. But the things that are Krakoan... Krakoan, I will make that a verb, Krakoan aren't necessarily power cosmic. Right, I get that. But yeah, it's I, I'm, APOC, right? If he had a move and attack or just sidestep or something, I'd be more on board. But he has, what, force blast and energy explosion? I just don't sure. think that he can be the bottom. I mean, because he's got double target outwit, right? So I think that, I think that the only thing here for me is that Phobus armor. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm take that back. PhD apes might take the third spot from this guy versus the fourth spot because anything that's passive like that is just too powerful to ignore. And force blast energy explosion. If you talk about being able to. I think one of the most powerful co-winners is APOC. So let me let me preface this real quick. I think I almost think we need to throw out the idea of separating the autonomous and non-autonomous because okay. none of these have indomitable or willpower, and all the autonomous ones don't have a move and attack. So you're okay. going to have to wait a turn or know that you're just going to kill them 
Well, so I think a lot of things happen within their range, right? So you're generate. So where do they generate, right? Let me let me just clarify that while we're talking. Yeah, so they generate. Uh, they generate bystander on the card adjacent to any of their characters. Any of my characters, right? So right, if I kill op- your Cohen guy, you revive him. I generate next to one of my characters. So I had to KO your character. So I had to KO the character. I have a character close enough to one of yours to KO because I because I KO'd it. Mm-hmm. So being, I'm probably within six, maybe oh, yeah, seven. That's, that's possible. Maybe like but... Punisher War Machines, you know, within eight, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't know if autonomous for me. I mean, I guess I get it because, you know, you could be at three actions and your third action kills the Krakoan revival person, and you're like, haha, I can pop out a, a coven guy or something, coven Akaba, uh, or something like that. But I just, I don't know. I, this is tricky for me because they're all good. It's just for me, Phobos just feels like the worst because. I don't feel like I energy explode a lot. Well, so you're going to, so I think with APOC, you have to consider that energy explosion is very needing, is very useful for being able to kill Chase APOC. Uh, I suppose so. So I think, it, I guess you're right, right? I would agree that he's probably six, unless it's against APOC, then he's very high up in the consideration. Yeah, but Chase APOC has. I mean, Chase Abok has invulnerability and stuff, so... No, no, you're going to, I mean, it's on his stop clip, right? So you're going to have to... It, just talking about if you're going in for the final kill sort of thing. Right, no, his stop click has invulnerability mastermind. Oh, well, then never mind then. He's probably pretty low then. Yeah, I, I just don't find myself... I mean, sure, double target energy explode is great, but outwit... I just feel like compared to all the other pogs on here... It just doesn't bring enough. The only one I think is close is maybe the horticulture, and that's only if you just don't have a team that could be supported, if that makes sense. Like, if his support is just a waste. Right. So, I mean, I think that at least Phobos Arm, I think horticulture for me is going to be six regardless. I think think there's least amount of situations that you could use horticulture. Yeah, if he was a flyer or something, then maybe, where you could, like, sidestep carry right. stuff around. But I, I I feel like I'm comfortable if you want to put Horticulture at 6. I'm okay with Horticulture at 6, Phobos at 5. Because yeah. there probably is outwit situations, but especially, like you said, with the, the X-Men. But I, I don't know. I, I don't like Phobos armor. Like, I feel like the top four I have more uses for. So I think number three is probably going to be the more interesting discussion. Okay, so we're thinking horticulture at six and the outwit guy at five. Right. Okay, fair enough. Um, so let's but, see here. And I will say this. I mean, we're, we're talking about these. But that horticulture is someone you do need to keep in mind of if you're playing a Krakoan revival team. And you're going against a big dude. Like if you're going against Omega or something that can heal and Omega kills one of your people and they probably have another action because there's not a lot of people to throw actions at on an Omega team. 
So I might bring in horticulture and be like, all right, horticulture, you just got to roll a four to heal up Omega with support. Right. Uh, sure, yeah, I'm the, game with I, that. The thing is, is like we're talking about like you're at the you're at the Brazilian steakhouse and it's like, which piece of delicious meat do you want here? <laughs> exactly. It I, just I depends just, on how much meat you've already gotten, right? Right. I, I think what I mean and is you've, that you've been to Brazilian steakhouse, right, Alex? Yeah, we have a. Um, okay. Oh, I forget the name of it, but it's a. Uh, we have we have one here. Yeah, and just just for those listeners that haven't been to a Brazilian steakhouse, they basically bring you flip over a card, red or yellow, or red or red or green, sorry, and then they bring around different types of meat to you and cut it off their stick of meat. Uh, it's fantastic. There's steak, there's pork, there's chicken, there's bacon wrapped chicken. It's it's a gluttonous affair. Um, we have we have something called um, Rodizio. That's a yeah, Rodizio is really good. There's one in Knoxville that we've been by before. Yeah, there's a there's one in Columbus, Cincinnati. I, I'm looking it up because I like Rodizio, and they have like they literally just come over with a stick that has meat on it, and they just and they have like a little salad bar, but the salad bar has like the salad bar is designed to, the salad bar is designed to fill you up so you don't need as much meat. Yeah, and then they always bring over like a little piece of pineapple or something that's real good and. It, it, it's quite expensive, but yeah. like it's, it's a place it. you would want to go on lunch because dinner time it's way more expensive or like a nice date. It is not a uh, so and and that's probably good for us uh, gluttons a little bit. If it was cheap, goodness knows, yeah, I would be huge by eating that. Well, I'm trying stuff. not to be so. I know we're sidetracking here a bunch, but I'm trying not to be so gluttonous. I'm down about 18 pounds since Christmas. Nice. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. So the thing is here is like if you're getting a gluttonous buffet of these pogs, then sure, Coven, you know, Coven Akaba and, you know, uh, the support guy. There's really weird names on this, the horticulture. Um, you know, it, you know, it depends on what you're playing, right? You know, your nah. mileage may vary here, right? So exactly. but horticulture at the bottom, uh, Phobos Armor at five. Four. What are you thinking? So you you're wanting to put Orcus Soldier here, right? I'm thinking about putting Orcus Soldier here just because, and it's a tough because I just think a flurry like we can't say that furry flurry furry a uh, flurry blades pog <laughs> is bad, and then be like, well, Captain Marvel Super Rare never did jack uh, shit. He's definitely the opposite of furry, the skinless yeah. assassin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so like we can't we can't just be like oh skinless assassin's bad because you know Chewie never did anything. See, uh, but that I'm thinking of it a percentage wise. So you're getting a bystander when one of their people die. So the question is is how often am I going to kill someone? And then there'd be another person next to them that I could throw a skinless assassin on. Right. Well, so, I mean, that all depends, right? I mean, you got to remember there are so many different ways to generate characters, right? I mean, because you can um, – I don't know. There's just – I think there's just so many different ways to get there. Is it, It's after resolutions, right? Uh, yes. Well, uh, 
No, it's during the thing. For all characters with this trait, when a friendly st- standard character... No, it's not after resolution. It's just, like, in the midst. Like, so I guess mid-flurry this happens. Yeah. Because it's not after better. resolutions. It's just you kill someone, you you may instead turn that character, and they could choose not to do it, obviously. That's another yeah. thing to keep in mind. Well, so, I mean, that's the thing, right? So this is all... I think that so I think the ranking of the pogs comes into play. Is Krakoa and Revival going to be worth it? So like if you talk about like, you know, Punisher War Machine going out nuking a war Wolverine, do you Krakoa him for him to just use his free attack on two tokens to nuke that Wolverine again? Let me look at something real quick. You know what I mean? Because in like in that case. Right, like if you could Cohen Wolverine, I'm gonna pop out a Coven Akabah to make sure that I can nuke that Wolverine again, because that Wolverine's got to come back in the same square. All right, I, I will say this: I'm fine with Orchestra Soldier at four. I agree. Yeah. I am almost now thinking of putting Skinless Assassin at number one, but spoiler. Um, yeah, that was a tough one, right? Um. Well, I have a reasoning behind it, but we can get to that if we okay. want to talk about Coven and PhD Apes first. Yeah, so I think three is PhD Apes, right? Just Perplex, right? Even though he's not autonomous, uh, PhDH with Perplex. And then we Perplexes. have Coven also because it is an autonomous barrier that helps a lot. Oh, aut- autonomous barrier, stealth, and prob. I mean, just these are the most costly damage powers some of the most costly defense powers necessarily right because one of them's got barrier one of them's got defend uh one of them's got uh uh, impervious right Mm -hmm. so that are on these pogs across the board um you know then perplex outwit prob the three most i think heavily costed damage powers um, so I think three being PHDA just because of the perplex, um, uh, nothing wrong with charge quake, good stats. And uh, you know, that's the other thing. The stats are great on these things too. Um, yeah. but Coven Akaba at two, um, with autonomous barrier and prob. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the reason skinless assassin gets top mark, even though it doesn't have prov, it doesn't have the support powers. I think the main thing for me is that it's just a lot harder to kill. Yeah. Um, you can it's shoot it, yeah. but I, I'm thinking from, if you're going against an X-Men team, they most likely have Dark Phoenixes, and so they're almost hoping that you drop one of these pogs, that you go with Orcus Soldier, go with Horticulture. Man, they would love if you went with Horticulture with a 15 defense. So that way they can retal on the person who killed your person and also get this pog in the way and then be like, all right, well, I killed another, I know it's not a standard. So, I mean, it doesn't, does it does have to be a standard for her? No, no, not for her to heal. No. Yeah. So there, it's other things that do that. So skinless assassin though, she's making a, col- a close attack when she's retailing. So you get to roll the shape right. change and you have a 19 as opposed to everyone else who has a 17 or 18. Right. So that's better. Like right, you gotta remember better. too that also. I mean, I guess that's one of the good benefits for Orcus Soldier, is that he does have Cyblast, so he is a Dark Phoenix killer. Yep, if they if they whiff big time. 
Like if well, they I mean, whiff the lev- retail is what I mean. No, no, I mean like if you go out there and you generate an Orcus Soldier, then the Orcus Soldier can then go out another 11 squares and shoot your Dark Phoenix. True. True. Man. I I think it would be hard for me to say I'm going to Krakoan someone. It, it's definitely tricky. Because these, well, I mean, these pods are super insanely powerful. I think Dark Phoenix is the, the, the mitigating factor there. If you yeah. count on them bringing someone in and your thought is excellent, this is Dark Phoenix fodder for me to just keep healing her up because I could retail and kill a pog and maybe the, the character that attacked me and then make a regular attack and then start feeding the Dark Phoenixes. I think that is a method to where... I, I think it's almost a requirement if you're going to play a Krakoan Revival or a team at least centered around Krakoan Revival. If you're just adding it on for a little flair, like if the if the figures are good enough and you're like, hey, if I just happen to lose... Uh, like mo- if you're building a team around like Mother, for example, mm-hmm. whom you're okay with dying because she's only 35 points, but you want to bring her back so you can get another KO effect, I think she could be brought back. I'm not sure. Um that that might be something, but if you're building your whole team about around Kakro and Revival, you I feel like you have to have Dark Phoenixes, sure. just so you can heal and ha- make them pay for choosing the wrong Pog. On the flip side, though, as if you're building your team just in general for Modern, you need to know, hey, for my team, this is generally going to be the best Pog for me, just in general. Yeah, like I know there's some situational times where it's like okay I, I used up all my actions let me bring in an autonomous but but i think if you do you bring in the skinless assassin right either that or if you're from range the coven akaba is good too i mean yeah i mean but, 18 defense barrier prob precision strike i mean golly yeah i mean it's a phoenix killer too if you that's right that's true if you're and out you of get, actions and you get a backup on the on the roll yeah so I, there's, I, no, I think, there's no Black Widow, you know, plot point stuff happening here. So with this Krakoan stuff, so just just remember, like when you're team building and you're going through the exercises and like preparing for all these matchups, one of the things you need to know is which pog you're generally going to grab because you you can make the wrong choice and it, it it become Dark Phoenix fodder and that's what they want. So I feel yeah. like that's. Something to think about. Like, for a mega team, my go-to is probably Horticulture. Like, because I would love an extra Pog that can easily heal and sidestep so I can get him around corners and hide him. He can instantly come to Omega because Omega's probably the one killing something. So, to me, and especially I would plan that way and say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and push her to deal damage to get a token because I'm going to bring in Horticulture because I know I'm going to probably kill this person. You know, it's those type of steps you want to plan for because I think Krakoan is still a good enough mechanic that we'll see it. Right. It may not. It's probably not a like a major one that we see all the top builds doing, but it's like the Fantastic Four trade, the 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 forming the Fantastic Four. You're gonna see it at an event somewhere. Right. And so then when they use Krakoan Revival, right, your opponent then scores ten points, right? Well, it starts at 10, and then the second one is 20 additional, because it's for every bystander that you do. 
So wait a minute, wait a minute. So you wait. So if they go in twice, do you get 20 total points or 30 total points? Your your opponent then scores 10 points for every bystander they generated this game via the trait, regardless of source. So first time you crow in revival, they get a, the points and 10 points because they generated a bystander. Uh-huh. Second time, it's 20 points because they generated two bystanders this game. Then but three, is that, is that, that's 20 total points, though, or not 30? No, no, an additional 20. Because it says your opponent then scores 10 points for every bystander they generated this game. Plus so, the points of the character. So if you like, that's why I'm saying you can't really rely on Krakow and Revival as your main thing. Like you can't count on throwing out Wolverines and letting them die and bringing back Wolverines because eventually it's it's similar to Black Widow and bringing out the recruits. Like eventually those points start adding up. Yeah, I mean those points are going to matter, right? I don't, you know, two uh, four attacks doesn't kill a whole team, right? Assuming two Wolverine charge flurries. I guess that's maybe why the cable is such a yes. Cable is one that I think you definitely will see play of because just having the fake cables, the hologram cables out there, not taking any points, so they only score ten points. Sure, the next time they score twenty points and then thirty points. So you have to be careful, but right. it's not like I'm throwing out a seventy point piece. I give up eighty points, then I give up. 90 points, and I give up 100 points, and that's almost game, like basically right. game sure. for three Kokoan Revival. So, no, that makes sense. I, uh, the cable becomes super, super crazy then, right? Yeah, and, you can I, almost, you can, and that's one of those things, though. You can almost bet that they're throwing out the clones and not the real one. Yeah, but you still have to deal with them. They still deal the damage. They still do what they do. It's just you know they don't have the extra clicks, so you can... You, right. you could deal a little bit more damage to them because what he has one is it one click to three clicks I can't remember let me look the the clone has three two clicks with invulnerability so it takes four to kill him yeah unless Sorry, you yeah, have two, cl- two clicks with invulnerability yeah unless you have pinsai or something right so it, it, it's it's definitely interesting I think that's definitely going to be a team you'll see um, yeah. And I think what's interesting is that's a team that can destroy the Ock Arms. Yeah, that is very true. Because I think he can, he can get there. I mean, he can go 11 squares and then have 7, so that's 18 and 2. It's 20. So I think he can just do it by himself with just a move. Yeah. Yeah, he can. So, so he can destroy the Ock Arms. So yep. that's... That's something to look. I mean, I like it. I mean, I've played against the cables before, and I almost lost. But I was playing the Steve Rogers Isaac stuff with Thor and Ultra Chase Marvel earlier in 2020. Yeah. Um. So that's really good. So I think we should just I think we should just go ahead and give a shout out to McConnell Lamar for being on the cable train. Before yep. you could revive the clones. Yep. So. And I, I've been talking with Brandon Shastine about the team. He has a team that uses the cables and uh, Krakoa and stuff. So um, I'm really excited to try out the team. It sounds really fun. Um, it's the cables and Krakoa. And 
I don't think he uses Maggot. I'm going to use Maggot because he's also good with Krakoa. So I'm eager. I, I get my Krakoa in a, in a couple days. Not that I, there's events to play him at, but um, like in-person events. But I, I finally got one, so I'm excited to finally get him. You got what, the Maggot? Uh, Krakoa. I got Krakoa. The Chase Krakoa. The Chase What do you mean the the Chase Apoc? No, the Chase Krakoa, the big portals. Big oh, portal chase. Shit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the one of the better looking chase like better sculpts in the I totally set. forgot that that way he was in the set. Like I, I forgot that he was a chase. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's oh. he he instantly outside of Apoc became my number one want just cuz Yeah. I, it's fun. I think what he does is fun for 40 points. It, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I just and you, you can revive him too at 42, so that's interesting. Yep. You have a I think you use Rachel Summers? No, Marvel Girl, the the Fast Forces cuz she is 50 points. She's the lowest one I think you could do. Yeah. Um maggot at at 40. If they, I wish there was a 40 Krakow and Revival, but there isn't. It's like yeah. 25 or no, I think it she might be the lowest at 50. But I don't know. Yeah, it just depends. I, I mean, so I think there's some legs there. I think it just depends, right? And and really, the lack of in-person events is, dude, I'm ready for my vaccine. I'm not going to get into political stuff with folks, but just to shoot me up with this thing, get this, get this shit over with, right? Um, just yeah, being honest. And but it's like, man, I was like, uh, you know, Krakow Revival is probably good enough to win a states. Or win a WKO, um, but like when it comes to like national level or like WKOs that some of your top TV top players play at, if they're not playing Krakoan, they're probably being able to play against Krakoa. Yeah. So that was my thought. Like I think it's good enough, but maybe not good enough. I think it, it can make top cut, and it and it's an ability that I think has enough in it that somebody can find the right combo kind of it could be the cables and the you know the bringing over the cables and just throwing objects at you it could be that um it's just finding like the right x-man or x person that and they can't krakoa themselves right uh no because they're not a lower point well they uh, if if there's if there's two if you have two of them Right, but only if you got to have two Krakoaners right. to be able to do that. Right. But but then only one can Krakoa the other, not the other one can't Krakoa the other one. Right. Because that's so, the lower points, yes. Okay. No, fair enough. So, I don't know. Like, the Marvel Girl one, like, I'm just looking at her. She's four clicks. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know, man. pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is uh, that you you just leave her in the back. Like she's she a lot sits of in the back. Get, a lot of teams can get to the back. Uh, I mean, I guess so. I mean, the Cyclops Sentinel team can get to the back. Punisher War Machine can get to the back. Vulture can obviously get to the back. Yeah. I mean, that's no, one of those things that, like, Vulture, like this. I mean, like, Vulture could kill Marvel Girl without his Ock arms. Then he's traded his points, right? Yeah. Um, and then he could go try to kill something else. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm not saying the team's amazing. I think it's just. Well, I think that's what we're trying to decide is 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 it amazing? I haven't played practiced it enough to know. I assume. I, I, I assume haven't either. I mean, has... I mean, I've just ran through the. You know, I can kind of run those things through the gauntlet in my head. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm Adam Friedman playing Vulture. You know, what are the targets? You know, what is your priority? How do you go through the things? I guess the question is, is can you afford to go for Marvel Girl when you have potentially multiple forces in your back line, taking out your back line? It's all going to be turn two, right? Right. So turn two, Vulture would have to decide, or turn one, I guess, Vulture could technically take out one of the cables to get a bystander. But... That's the question. But then you get, but then you get a Dark Phoenix in your back line. Right. So it's at that point, do you rush for? I mean, I assume you just rush forward and try to take out what you can. But or maybe you bury in the cables, right? Because the cables have got a. Cables are typically bringing up the other cables, so maybe they use their barrier to uh, barrier in the cables. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it's. I think it's depending on map. It's depending on the situation but um i don't some stuff for folks to think about yeah it'd be nice i can't wait to get to a world where we don't have to think about what would happen with vulture well uh it's funny that's not a that is a terrible segue for us to talk about mighty age (laughs) mighty age though there's yeah i get what you're saying but mighty age has other answers i think so that is true, right? So Mighty Age. So let's talk about Mighty Age. I guess is there anything else you want to talk about, Krakoa? No, I think it's let's see some tournaments play, like not purely Mar, uh, not purely X Men tournaments. Let's see some three hundred point modern and see what happens and what people come up with. And once again, like we mentioned before with COVID. When we get in-person tournaments and we get all of the team builders back, what could they do with it? I think that's yeah. the interesting part. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, so let's talk about Mighty Age then. So, so for those that don't know what Mighty Age is, Mighty Age is the first format that we're running – uh, a new format that we're running in rock uh we now that we're not temp like now that we are temporarily suspended from working with whiz kids on the events thing we were taking this opportunity to explore some more formats kind of what rock used to do with 300 point or 400 point limited um limited it doesn't make sense anymore because there's no resources or ids so not really that big of a difference with limited so uh, the idea for a while, and uh, Aaron's the one that really kind of pushed this forward a lot, is the idea of Mighty Age, starting at the Mighty Thor to current. No IDs, so you don't have to worry about IDs. Um, sorry, my kid is screaming in the background. Um, so you don't have to worry about IDs. It is mostly just Thor. And now keep in mind, Undead is also legal. Undead technically came out the same time Thor did. Um, right. the, the dates are the same. 
So yes. 8 30 2017. So the undead age just doesn't sound as good. So the mighty Thor sounds better. The the mighty the mighty age sounds better. Yeah. I agree with you. And just a general thought there is is that it's uh, someone asked this question um like what about it, right? And Yeah, why why mighty it's Thor? The, it's the it's the newest rule book wording kicking in. So there's no translating power there's no like black glove demon abuse you know there's no uh bat signal abuse there's no wording situations on uh i don't know any of these other things that some of the older ages have encountered and had sort of negative play experiences about around um so because we we definitely don't want to do an age, and it doesn't mean we won't, but we are trying to avoid rewriting rules or rewriting cards for right. older stuff. Doesn't mean we might not explore something like that down the road, but it's been kind of clear to us that WizKids isn't really gung-ho about going Golden Age and kind of going back and revisiting some things. It's so... We're starting with Mighty Age, like you said, because it starts with the new, the newest wordings that we have. Um, That's right. And we figured start there. That way we have the least amount of fixes. Because we definitely don't want to start writing out our own, like, rock erratas or Rocka, right. whatever you want to call them. Um, right. We really don't want to do that. Uh, not to say, though, we're going to have our own – we have our own. I think it's already posted, but if not, it will be soon. Our own legal list for Mighty Age. So that way you could see what sets are legal, what Connellese were legal also. That was another big one because those yeah. aren't really stuck to year. Uh, me and Aaron, I think we're still kind of debating it a little bit, but trying to figure out if we want to go strictly by year or go by release date. Because um, I know there's some people that are saying, hey, let's go by year, so that way we can have the Pym Tank back and some of the other Ellie's of that year, 2017. Um, because it's based off of when they were released, not when they retired. So, because the, right. the tank... And I think, that, and I think, I, think I, told, I told Aaron this, and I'm sure you saw it, was I think the easiest thing in general is to just say Ellie's with the new card wording. Yeah. So uh, that and that might take a that might be a little bit harder to to figure out on some of these, but like the Pym tank obviously is not one of those because it says Pym particles tanks defense powers can't be countered. Okay, well can't be countered isn't a new wording for that. That's right. Yeah, I mean, so if I just look in here, I mean, I'm sure it's things that y'all will figure out. Like, um, you know, what is it like? Uh, uh, let's say I'm just looking here from 17, right? That's really the ones in question. Yeah, so uh, for a flashback for those, so 17 was the year after they stopped doing the big summer events. Um, right. Like uh, we had Civil War that the year before in 2016. 2017, they kind of put the kibosh on that, and that's when we had the, one, the, the DC LEs, the the skyscraper Wonder Woman I think was one. You had the Mare Droid I think was purchasable or winnable I can't remember, 
But you had the Jets, the two different Jets. It wasn't just DC. It was DC and Marvel. Uh, the Merc Jet, the Invisible Jet. Uh, they came out with another uh, – what's his face? The the big monkey. Um, uh, Giganto. Or, no, yeah, Titan. Yeah, the really bad one compared to the other one. The gray one wasn't very good. Um, and then they also came out with uh, Sinestro Colossal. Like They had come out with a bunch of Colossals that summer. And so if we went by date, I think we figured out that it kind of cuts them in half. Like you would lose the Jets. Um, and w- we went by, we looked at Realms. On Realms you can see upcoming sets and the product release schedule. And so you can go back to 2017 and see when things came out. So, for example, Elseworlds came out July 2017. That same month, Dormammu and the Invisible Jet came out. All right, well, those are before the legal date. So if we went by what came out right when Thor came out, Dormammu and Invisible Jet wouldn't be legal. Um, The Merc Jet came out seven days before the Mighty Thor. So that's another one where we're like, okay, do we go by month? So that way we at least have some special terrain. Like that's one where we might – we either might decide it or we might just reach out and pull the audience again on some of these, if that makes sense. Um. Because th- that means the only thing that would have come out after that, colossal-wise, is just Titano. Titano Prime. Yeah. Um, so it, it's one of those things that we were working on. Um, I, I think we, I think it's already been decided. I think we're just going to go by that August 30th date forward. Um, yeah, just list it out. It's not in the document yet, but I think once y'all get right. it uploaded, uh, it'll be there. Yeah, and it should be loaded soon. Because uh, I think, uh, I don't know when this episode will be posted. We have our first Mighty Age win a map on Tuesday, I think. Uh, yeah. Our first I don't know if I, well, today's Sunday, so I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly when I'll have time to put it up during this week. Yeah, so it might be after that date. So, so hopefully it went well. And <laughs> if it's before that, join the event. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the bummer with COVID and not being able to play in person is that people have really gotten burned out on online playing. And they're just there's just a lot of players that are like, you know what, I'll just take a break as opposed to trying to play online. And that you we've had people that have played online and they're like, I'm just gonna wait till we can play in person. Um, yeah, I mean I think that's I think that's what I'm kinda of feeling personally. Yeah. Is just you know, I man, I got to play in Tennessee States in December and you know that was just that was just a joy um, yeah you know safety concerns one way or the other i i i'm just ready to play with figures again this stuff this whole thing has dragged on forever yep um, i agree so anyways but either way mighty, know, so age, yeah, mighty age mighty is, age might get me drawn back in because at least yeah. all my clicks are organized and i can prove my ownership pretty easily on all this stuff and um, it's all reachable here, and I didn't get rid of it all. So, um, you know, let's, um, you know, so I think that I think that kind of first answers Jay Sanson's question on Mighty Age, um, you know, about the benefits of Mighty Age over the pure Golden Age, um, and why was it a cutoff? Uh, and ACM helped out Jay there a little bit on that. Um, now, and now, real quick. I don't want to say 
Like, that's why we're going with Mighty Age. That doesn't mean we're not going to do any sort of Golden Age stuff. Mighty Age is just our first big age that we're adding on the modern. We have some other ideas of some fun um, related ages. Aaron wants to do, like, a WWE, like, specific type age. Um, I wouldn't mind exploring, like, a resource age or just a literal ID age. Um, Just something – because Golden Age, I feel like, is just too large – and two gotcha to really balance like majestics does a good job as best as they can and like they they can't do they don't they have to rely a little bit on people bringing the things forward because there's just so many figures right to do it on their own and we kind of want to avoid having to just ban a bunch of pieces and take a bunch of you know try to do erratas to make certain pieces fit but at the same time, right. I, you know, I miss some of the resources we used to play with. Right. Uh, I miss sometimes I miss playing with IDs every once in a while. Usually when I see when I'm organizing my stuff and I see this giant stack of hard plastic IDs and I'm like, man, it'd be nice to play these again. Um, what I think would be neat, Alex, is mm-hmm. like um, talking about rewriting stuff and whatnot. I think it would be cool if you could say do mighty age but then say bolt on resources well mighty age i know resources. i know you, i know like i know you like there's a lot of people that probably want to include those sets and stuff um you know which is fine i get that that's an option and you know so like but like if you just take all of the resources by themselves and just say hey we're going to play mighty age but you can also select from this list of resources to play. Oh, and then it's 300. that's what you mean. Right, I was about to yeah. Say, there, there aren't any resources except for maybe the Punisher van and... No, no, yeah, like, so... The Blackbird. I don't know, you can, you can play all the batteries, Pandora's box, the Phoenix Force. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, so, like, you don't have to deal with a lot of the figures that are inherently causing issues you know, in those, in those sets, but you can still say, play, I don't know, Star Fox with the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Like we would have to, obviously there would be some banning of certain resources, like maybe the orange battery, maybe the Quinjet. Um, but like, if you don't like, so that's the thing, right? The Quinjet's a figure, right? If you don't play the figure, you know, I don't know, just a thought there. Right. So like, if you rewrite the batteries, you rewrite the Phoenix Force, you rewrite the the sins, the Supreme Intelligence, or provide some guidance there on those, right? That's a pretty That's narrow an thing, right? Idea. And, right, and then like, so if you, let's just say you finish all of the batteries, right? Say, hey, we're gonna do every color but orange. Here's how they're played, you know, as a general thing. Okay, well, we're done with the. We're done with the batteries. They can now be bolted on to Mighty Age. Okay, we've looked at the Sin books. They're now on the legal list to be bolted on to Mighty Age. Hmm. That could be, that could be, yeah, that could be fun. Just an idea, right? To kind of, I don't know, add a little bit of spice. I watch a lot of TikTok for those that don't know, so. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I like that idea. I, I, yeah, we might we might play around with that, and 
you know, we we're not against doing any of these weird formats for a win a map. Yeah. Because it's really hard to try to do like a qualifier or higher getting that many people because you do have your people that just only like 30 a 300 point modern and you've got the people that just kind of are out of the game um and that might not be enough to bring them back but that is something interesting and i hadn't thought about resources i mean that could be my resource age was literally all the sets that had resources (laughs) no ids but that might actually make more sense for a resource but then you run into problems to where like just for example like the bat belt you have problems with the plastic explosives yeah you have you have trouble with the book of the skulls being inherently too powerful with something like mistress death um depending on how those sets work out right yeah um so but if you like say for example bolt it on the book of the skulls but don't bolt on spill split lip then the book's probably fine yeah as an example right so it's i think it's an inherent balancing because i i am a huge fan of just having the mighty age figures because they come from a new design the newest design philosophy the wording is good um there is a large swath of negative play experience that's gone from all of those figures uh shredders hawkeye um yeah that those you know i'm I'm at a loss of words those are the two that are always on my mind those those um, five months were just some bad months for the the meta. The the months where you had TMNT in February of twenty seventeen, ADW May, what if six uh, June twenty seventeen, yeah. and then Elseworlds July. That brought you Green Arrow, Hawkeye, Goblin King, and right. Shredders. Right. Well Shredders came out the No Shredders February. came out in sixteen. Uh no, February 2017 shredders return oh that's right so it's just yeah. a five month span that you yeah, got so, yeah you four. got shredders then did dpxf give out anything crazy uh no you got mistress death from there you got yeah that was pretty the, crazy uh, mistress death wasn't that bad like yeah. she was she wasn't overpowered where you're like oh my goodness she's just wrecking the meta like Hawkeye yeah. was like, but then you really? got eight, yeah, but then you got eight, but then that's that's the other thing, right? So, uh, your mighty age doesn't have Goblin King, doesn't have Green Arrow. Well, see, know. Green Arrow was mostly bad because of IDs. Green Arrow played main force wasn't nearly as bad, except for the two world championships that he got second place in on the main force. I didn't say that. I'm saying oppressive. Like, Hawkeye was, you had to, like, oh, always keep an eye out for Hawkeye. Green Arrow, you're like, okay, it's an option, but it was more of, oh, there's an ID card, so you always have to be worried about Green Arrow. No, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm with you. I mean, but him on the main force is pretty powerful, too, so. Not oppressively powerful, I guess is what I mean. Like Sure. I mean, that's fair enough. And Goblin King now, I mean, sure, 275 is still a, a mess to get through, but... I don't know how he would stand up nowadays with now that we've got the power creep has gone back up. He, I mean, he might could die from some pulse weight. Like Emperor Vulcan probably would love to eat some Goblin King nowadays. Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? I see. I watched Goblin King beat uni back in the day. Right. 
right? I mean, they got lucky, but that was what the Goblin King player was always working on, right? Exactly. They were working on that luck. They had so, that yeah, printed, if you're, they had that printed 19 up top. You know, so what's Emperor Vulcan? 11. That's an 8. You know, If you want want another reason why we're going the Mighty Age, it's those five months. Also, I mean, that's not the main reason, but that's another one where it's just those five months are just... Yeah. Those are some very um, interesting figures during that time that... That's a polite way to put it. It's It's a very negative play experience for me, amount of months. Right. And once again, I mean, this is just an age we're doing now. We might have to, you know, expand it. Um, I mean, obviously, as we add more sets, it'll continue to grow larger and larger. But, you know, we might have to change it at some point. That's right. You you never know, because right now we're tailoring it on rules. So. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we we know Wonder Woman's bringing us a new rule book. Rule book, right? So maybe that changes it. Yeah, and then we might have to say, all right, we're the Wonder Woman age. I'm just kidding. We wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I doubt it. But One set. This new age has just one set in it until the next yeah. second. Set. That's true. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So, um, you know, I don't know. They, I doubt that they change all their wording and stuff in the new Wonder Woman stuff, but we don't know anything about that stuff yet. So, yeah. Um, eager hopefully get some changes. And we could talk about that at another date, but hopefully get some changes that we've been looking forward to but um so let's talk a little bit about do we want to talk a little bit about what mighty age really brings us well Um, so i think we could just go through the questions real quick okay um and then you know i think uh uh acm's question we'll start out with his and also just while we're going through what i'm thinking about jeremy christie thanks for your question on uh Uh, i think hopefully we answered that for you good uh, in that segment um aaron asked what figures are you most looking forward to using in mighty age and he says i am ready to bring back king shark um okay like i feel like that this is just an easy question for me right because if i didn't answer it with this way then you know i probably shouldn't uh, be here but yeah who, who is not looking forward to who is whatever uni mind groot let's go well, also keep in mind we're not doing my age just at 300. We're starting at 400. That's right. So that's an added benefit of more points. That's right. So that means your modern age stuff that you can your tent poles you got. Well, you can play more stuff with your tent poles. You can play a tent pole. Which tent pole? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's Pretty possible. Much. Entirely possible. You can play three or four Captain Marvel chases. You can play three Captain Marvel chases with your Black Widow. Or, sorry, Captain Marvel uh, Super Rares with your Black Widow chase. Yeah. Keep keep in mind, Mighty Age is only adding four big sets. It's only adding Avengers Infinity, Xavier School, Harley Quinn, and Mighty Thor. So it's not adding a ton. Like, you're not adding so many different meta pieces it's four big sets and the, you know, track and undead and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle four unplugged or whatever. It's adding those, but don't, don't think that it's suddenly a golden age where you're having to relearn 20 something sets no. and it's figures that people probably still have. Um, 
for the most part. And are still reasonably to to get, right? I mean, yes. Or borrow. I mean, you know, don't always possess. That's an yeah. Um. So, what what would you? What are you looking to bring back? Because I feel like your answer is probably um, not as predictable as mine. <laughs> what do you mean? What on earth could you want to bring back? Um, the main one I'm probably looking at, I really loved some foot elites at the time. Um, having mm-hmm. the foot elites back could bring some. I'd, I really have to look at what taxis. we got a lot of cheap taxis now. I can make them now Spider-Man family because they have mm-hmm. Soldier. So that's kind of neat. To have them on a theme team, a name theme team. So having them, a Medusa. I don't think Medusa has rulers. So if I play, you know, uh, 7076 and Pharaoh as my taxi, suddenly I've got a theme team with that. Because Medusa can pop out the hair, sidestep hair dies, and all of them gain a, a opportunity token. That's why um, you would do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that isn't that big of a cost. Because that's like 60 points, 50 points, 110, 160 for everything but the foot elites. Like the Medusa, the 76, and the Pharaoh. So maybe some foot elites and then see if there's whatever else I want to attack on. Because 400 points is a lot. Um, But I I, I think if I'm remembering the fond times of these sets outside of Unimine, like... Not much in Avengers Infinity. One thing I'd be interested to see is if any of the uh, the cosmic entities make a, a a jump at all because they didn't before because it, they were just too many points. But at 400 points, sure, Infinity at 75 might be worth something. Living Tribunal at 150 might be something if you have 250 other points to mess with. Sure. Like it's that that's what I'm I'm eager to see. I'm sure Tyler can't wait for the whales to come back in a limited capacity, or not limited, but just in general. Without yeah, you can play six whales. Yeah. Well, no, no, you can play. You play more than that. No, right? Points. No, four, six, eight whales, right? Yeah, eight whales. Yeah. Well, well, well. Yep. So there's, um, there's, there's a lot you like, can add on. So I think if I was to talk about one. Um, like the Fast Forces Shredder from that set. I love that whole TMNT4 set because mm-hmm. uh, you get Mudman, you get the Mouser Pog, um, but you also get that Fast Forces Shredder, which I don't think that he was ever very good, if at all, during his time in Modern because of ID cards, because of Shredders. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got that unfortunate end of June release and got retired the same time that Shredders did. Um, so, um, you know, of course, you know, now we've got, you know, Emperor Vulcan that will want to come up and pulse wave him a bunch, which kind of sucks, but he does have stop and Furbius. Um, you know, maybe talk about tent poles and mighty age if the, if it gains a little bit more popularity, yeah, but I, I, I like the, I like the fast force shredder a yeah, lot. Yeah. And I, I think another big piece that'll see play is adding the, the just dynamite X-Men pieces we got in Xavier School yep. to Krakoan Revival to everything. Just the Dark Phoenixes. Like, finally having like legitimate X-Men retail with the Wolverine teams. 
Because that was what Wolverine didn't have. He didn't have the Dark Phoenixes at the time. So you ran in there, did a lot of damage, and then you just hoped you killed everything. Well, now, if they start going against your Wolverines, you got some Dark Phoenixes chilling in the back. Well, just... so, yeah, that was that was definitely a Corona thing, right? Um, everybody, everybody just kind of retired those guys, right? Because from 19, they would have had their time from 19, the end after Worlds 19, to yeah. summer of 20. So, you know, uh, that Shredder guy might be a good reason to put the Infinity Gauntlet on him. Yep. Because yeah, then there, he gets the, he gets the uh, protected pulse. Yeah, because there was that period we just didn't have any events. Everyone was basically abandoned the current meta because everyone was tired of IDs. That's right. They went straight to post-retirement, right? Yeah. We couldn't find people to play pre-retirement because everyone wanted to leave the IDs behind. Everyone was just so tired of IDs. And now remember, Mighty Age has no IDs. So before you worry about Mighty Age, no IDs are legal in Mighty Age. That's right. You can play the Blackbird without the resource style. That's it. That's right. Which still could be something because, you know, it does allow Cyclops to do Cyclops shenanigans. It's just you don't get the added benefit of the resource style. And it's a good transporter, too. Yeah, but yeah, you get uh, the you get the X Men set. No, I didn't want. I'm sorry if I'm taking too much time with this. Harley, Harley Quinn's Quinn. the only one that I'm kind of meh on. Harley Quinn was kind of a meh set. Sure. Uh, the chases were cool, but they just never made a splash like you thought they would. But hey, in 400 points, they might. You yeah, might no, get. You get the, yeah, that's true. You get the sharks though. You get sand. Uh, you get Lashina back. You get Nightshade. You get Title Harley. That's good. Yeah. You get Zatanna back. Yeah, but uh, I think I feel like out of all of those, King Shark was really the only one that made a huge splash out of. Well, even then, it wasn't that big of a splash. But that's right. I don't think it, very many of these pieces made like nationals and outside of IDs like Harley, Title Harley, call in. Sure, that was a big one. Um, maybe some. But maybe at four hundred, right? But maybe with four hundred and no IDs, they have their opportunity to shine. Exactly, because you get the corrupt cop back. You get um, you know, maybe while well, Nate White doesn't play anything but three hundred point monitor, but hey, we give him his Robins, his throw killer Robins back. We might attempt him out. We might be able to. He could play ten of those bad boys. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. It sucks that that that, that throw killer Robin does not have martial artist. Uh, yeah, that's true. So but you could give him, you could give one of them future, can't you? Because he's got uh, family. family, and I think the Amanda Waller from JLU grants someone with Batman family future. Huh. Yeah, 125 that's points. That is kind of one. that is kind of terrible though. <laughs> that Robin doesn't have martial artists, right? Because then you could just play Robins with uh, um, Ham. True. But then again, he is carrying a gun, so... Fair. It look, he looks more to be like he's just shooting people instead of kung fuing them. So. Um, so, let's see. Brad Milburn asks, what figure would you want to bring into the Mighty Age that is not into the format? 
So I would say nothing within that five months of terror. Um, you know, nothing. I don't think I'd want to bring anything from Joker's Wild. You know what? I guess kind of maybe the flavor of a, what's on my mind tonight um, would be um, Chase Magneto from UXM. Yeah, I could see that. Um, you know, if you're getting your your Unimind back, I would have to say I'd want the Penguin back. Not the free punchy penguin, but the uh, super rare. Yeah, the Pog penguin. Yeah, the Pog penguin. I mean, he worked a lot better when you had the punchy penguin, but that him and Haha Joker, I'd be fine with. The problem is, if you brought back that set, then you'd brought, bring back Bizarro Green Arrow, and nobody wants that. Right. So what's funny is that like from like Joker's Wild, like it really started at Joker's Wild, from Joker's Wild to Elseworlds was ten, uh, eight, seven months of pain. Yeah. Yeah, because... But you look at what was... So from the five months before that, let's call it, you know, so... But Joker's Wild came out in November, and then World's Finest was in um, February. So what is that? Nine months? So the nine months in between that, you had the second TMNT 2 set, Spider-Man, Superior Foes of Spider-Man, CW Slop, UXM, the first TMNT set, Captain America Civil War set, this, the uh, movie version, I guess. I think that's what that was. Yeah, the flat rate one. And then BVS. Yeah, it, so wasn't, like, it wasn't movie. It was the storyline. It was the in-store event no that was cw slop uh, oh you're talking a, there, were, there was a movie set oh captain america civil war i got you now yeah 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 Yeah. so there was like nine months of like kind of madness in there well that was also remember right after world's finest is when they decided you know what we really need to bring back this power creep oh no that's when they no, that's when they did the lower rarities and stuff, right? They weren't going to be as powerful. Right, because it was really, like, Turtles was, you still had Krang, and, like, Turtles was pretty okay, but it was really X-Men was the one that they're like, hey, we're finally bringing X-Men back after so many years, um, but true. we still don't like X-Men, so we're going to make some really bad X-Men figures. And that's when they came out with Uncanny X-Men. And that's when the power creep really dialed back. Nobody had what willpower. You had all these low-point figures. And that's continued into Civil War, into Spider-Man, into Heroes in a Half-Shell. And it even ha- went into Joker's Wild. A lot of Joker's Wild is not great. Um, like, all yeah, the rares are pretty fair. bad. It, it's just... It's when you hit the dreaded five months... Uh, starting with shredders that things get really really bad um yeah. man that's you know what in past perspective that was four years ago and man you know it was a little bit different because man i was playing hard we were playing a lot at that point yeah but that was that was that was some rough stuff and it's it's interesting going back and thinking about like the ptsd that you get from certain figures like bizarro green arrow for a 50 point figure he was just a nightmare for a lot of people mm-hmm. because uh, until hawkeye came out which was six months later because hawkeye could just 
on a good day, just eat through him. But he was such a pain that he just made a lot of fun figures not enjoyable anymore. And that was kind of the tirade that they've gone on for those five months, and then they were they kind of eased back a bit. You still have your vultures nowadays that aren't as fun, but vulture right now is, I would argue, probably the only major piece. What other pieces in there now have a super negative like, oh, this is just unfun? Well, I think the thing is, is that at least you know, unless they change him, which it doesn't look like they will. I mean, Vulture, I mean, does stop the theme team war from escalating, um, you know, I, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and we, and we might explore other ages, and so we might bring some of those pieces back, or like you said, that resource idea is not terrible, so I kind of right. like it, so who knows? Um, so Luminati uh, asked, will God Doom and Mjolnir be a hot combo? I do like that. That's a great combo. Um, so he could use, use his special turn off everything at range. What's his range? Seven? Nine? Nine? Oh, yeah, then I like it. Yeah. Just so, got to get to that but, click. but Yeah, I think I think that the only thing would be there. Uh, um, it's actually his name is Steven. Um, is... It just doesn't pair well with the rest of his dial, I don't think. I mean, I guess if it's strictly at 100, I think if he had a little bit more consistency in that dial deletion power, uh, power deletion, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I don't know. I just think things like Soul Gem and Carnage Symbiote that keep him healed and keep him in the game are just going to be the stronger options on him. But I get it. If you're playing him at 100, then it's probably worth it um, because, you know, his last three clicks are going to be all charge and heal and stuff. So, yeah, I can't really think of many pieces that I'm I'm just eager to throw Mjolnir on. It doesn't mean that they don't exist. I'm just thinking through like Captain Marvel, maybe um, for her hypersonics, like mm-hmm. having more range with that. Um well, Just I mean, the plus, stats, the plus stats are going to be big, too. Yeah. So that puts that puts God Doom, if he's adjacent to someone, 12-4, and then 13-4 on his final click, um, if he's adjacent and doing his punching and stuff. Maybe Prime Apocalypse would be good. Ooh, like, like, basically, all those... Basically, listen to our last episode, or the episode where we talked about tent poles and then talked about all the garbage ones with tr- uh, Charge that also have a range, they now become... Maybe they're, five, maybe they're the Mjolnir tier. Yeah, because, I mean, Prime Apocalypse, six range, but a charge. That's a that's not bad, because he was kind of... the, the non-Prime Vulcan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's, he's got the seven range, but with the Battle Fury. Yeah. Yeah, I could dig it. There's just certain... that That's something I haven't really thought about, is, like, which of these pieces work but you know we haven't had a lot of pieces that weren't around with me yet because technically it retired in july so it's like it hasn't been that long ago though like jlu no one was building jlu with me because 
that it was, was all post rotation, right? Yeah, everyone was thinking post rotation because remember JLU was the one that not everyone got it initially because that's when Alliance shut down, and then we eventually got it like a month later. Right. So, all right, um, Aaron Young, Uni Mind at three hundred with some port, or just play him at a full dial as OMA. Um, I don't think you can play him as an OMA um, at 400. That was never really successful during some of his initial runs um, at this type of events. Um, I, you know, I think the only way that that would be feasible uh, would be at like 390 plus a Carnage symbiote, but it's awful slow to equip him. Now, do you do you like him at the 275? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 275 was support. I mean, I won the largest qualifier of 2017 with 300 Union Mind and some support. Okay. So in this format, are you, Dan, looking at the 150 or the 275? Oh, yeah. You know me. I'm all about that 150. That's what I thought. But Yeah. Three points for 125 – or three clicks for 125 points is a little steep. Yeah, I mean, I mean he, that bonuses. was never that was I mean that was never my jam to begin with. Yeah. So, um, so you know, I mean, I like the 150. You know, I mean, I like that I can play Uni and God Doom together. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, don't know. I can go ahead. And, I mean, obviously, I haven't practiced for this stuff yet, but I have built a team. I will share my team with the. With the podcast here, um, maybe if I can find it, um, I'll, I'll, I won't keep y'all too much waiting, but I do want to share it. I didn't have it ready. I didn't have it right here in front of me. Uh, maybe I'll just rebuild it here on the fly. <laughs> well, one thing to keep in mind with um, God Doom that makes him better in this format, I guess is that his stop clicks are on his damage power. Because, remember, this format also brings back Surtur. Mm-hmm. Um, and Surtur loves those people with those defensive stop clicks. But he's not so fond of the ones with the damage stop clicks, because he only turns off defensive powers. That's true. So... God Doom does make a, a, a strong statement in this format, I think, just be, based on that. Because you got to think of Surtur. Surtur's back. He was yeah. a big to-do. I'm, I mean, I'm glad now he's still sitting up on my on my uh, shelf right now. I never got rid of him. so Sure. I'm, I'm happy. I got rid of my Groot, though, so i got to get another Groot. <laughs> yeah, I still think I have my five Groots chilling. I still got Flora's, so... That's yeah, I still have a ton of Flora's um, myself as well. Mangog comes back, so. Yeah. Um, hold on, I'm rebuilding the team here real quick. Um, Wait, hold on a second. So I think the I couldn't find my picture. Yeah, okay, here it was. It was. Oh no! What's that? Oh man, that could be fun. 
Risky but fun. You know, they don't share a keyword, thank goodness. But Mangog and Krakoa technically work. Oh, that's fun. Friendly characters with X-Men keyword that are adjacent to Krakoa. Well, it's got to be X-Men keyword, so good. It doesn't work. Okay. I thought it was X-Men keyword or they have to be adjacent. So never mind. It, that, this is another reason why that Magneto is good not to have, unless he was also standard characters. I don't think he was, though. I think it's just 150 points. You may choose a character of 150 points or less. So, yeah, that's why we're not bringing Magneto back. <laughs> oh, I don't wanna... because, of, uh, because he can make Mangog and X-Men? Make Mangog and X-Men, send him over there and be like, hello, I'm in your starting area. Or close That's to funny. it. So one of my one of my favorite combos to play is um, a collector with Oz. Just I like that a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Um, so I did I did get the team rebuilt here. Um, it would be God Emperor Doom, Uni with two blue flames, Collector with the bear trait, Mister Oz, Groot, uh, Carnage symbiote, and um the carnage symbiote and the soul gem now you could easily take that down to two rings like remaker ring and something else uh and make that uh grouped a um q prime now what what point value are you playing god emperor do 100 so you're still only playing them at 100 yeah because you're, you're playing uni Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the Unimine part. Yeah, so Uni, two blue flames, God Emperor Doom at 100, Mr. Oz, Collector with the Bear trait. Um, so that leaves you uh, 40 points to play with, so you could do Q Prime and two rings, but then you kind of miss out on your equipping because Groot's doing Groot. You're hoping to get the Pogs to do the equipping a lot of yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, but if not, you can just use Collector... And Mr. Oz to do the equipping for you with their double TKs uh, or TK each. Um, but yeah, I mean, Carnage Symbiote gives you the healing on Uni. Uh, I mean, I just love that capability of healing Uni even more. Yeah. So, like, if you do Star Fox and um, Prime, not Prime Thanos, um, you get all the powers. Um, and then you can flurry on the stop click. Um, and then you can heal. So you can okay. get three heals out of a flurry. And that puts you back up to almost top dial. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then I like the Soul Gem on God Emperor Doom. Because um, what was it we did the other day when we were practicing? God Emperor Doom was on his stop click. His first one. Yeah, so you, you did Carnage Symbiote, Minions of Doom, and Steel Energy. Right, and then I and Colossal, push. And I Colossal pushed, right? When I, so I yeah. ordered all of that really well. And you could do that with the Soul Gem, too. But just Colossal Stamina and the Soul Gem is just insanely powerful as yeah. well. So, um, let's see. Uh, and that was all of our questions for tonight. Was there anything else about Mighty Age you wanted to talk about right now? 
Um, not really. I think it's just it. We're gonna. We've started the the winter maps with that back. We're still working on figuring out our rescheduled winter clash of X. That that I think we've already decided is gonna be Mighty Age, but we have to figure out when and where because we're we're or not where but when, and because we've got some secret plans for that. But um, we're running Mighty Age events. I think once a week. Maybe there is a week where we don't, but we're. Running it basically two to one, so there'll be always two three three hundred point moderns and then one mighty age in a month uh, in you know back to back. So I kind of space it out a little bit because I know a lot of people want three hundred point modern, but definitely going to be something I'm I'm eager to try out and um I'm eager to see because I I used to like limited and the main reason we're doing it is because limited just doesn't make sense anymore. That's right. So yeah. So why not have an, an alternate format that's not crazy, um, that you can play for? I mean, I'm hoping we have a Mighty Age event at the Rock Cup, but we might do something related to that, um, if it if it builds up popularity. And that's not to say that we'll we'll force Mighty Age down your throat if it doesn't work and we're just not seeing the response that we want. Then we'll move on to another age and just see. What else is going on? So sure. Any other final thoughts for today? Uh, hmm. No, I, I'm just hoping people start getting back in the swing of things now that we've got sets coming out again. Because it was kind of a decent lag from Carnage to now. It was three or four months we didn't have a set, so maybe now people will get back in the swing of things with Future Foundation. Maybe stores can open up again, and that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be nice. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to Click Stuff. We appreciate all of y'all. Um, let us know in the comments if y'all have any questions on this episode. And Thanks, everybody, for listening, and y'all have a great rest of your day.